Just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. This is Adam. This is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. I'm, I'm drinking some of my Scotch Advent, mm-hmm. which is a great way to go through the Christmas season. I already drank my wine Advent, and now I'm drinking like a random canned uh, cocktail I found in our pantry. I just like that we... Because I was like, yeah. I don't feel like pouring. Seems like work. <laughs> And it's delicious. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, when it's good, you, you can have something good with no work or something good with a lot of work. And you're like, I mean, no right, shame. I mean, right now I feel no work. No work. No work is good. So, this is, uh, I don't remember what, what distillery this came from. It's one of those, those Scotch distilleries that starts with a G. Mm-hmm. There's only like 26 of those. All the Glens. Glen, 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 Right, it just means like... And then you shove a couple extra G's forest. in there just for good one. Yeah, it's something. Uh, but it's a uh, it's a 15-year. It's... Not bad. Nice and smooth. I was like drinking things that are older than my children. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of a simpler time. Mm-hmm. When I was not a father. Yeah. Uh, How's your week going? Fine. Yeah, week's, week's going good so far. Uh, things are really ramping up for the end of the year. Like, Got my got our Christmas tree up. We did get our Christmas tree up. Decorated. And we got our Christmas lights up on the house. So those are good. Um, so those are like the two main things that like really need to happen. Like we can spend a terrible alcohol-fueled uh, like Christmas Eve wrapping presents if we have to i'd rather not i mean i would just shove shit in bags at that point or be like you get a brown <laughs> but also Amazon so much box. alcohol <laughs> oh yeah yeah um but so like there's there's wrapping to do but that's it can happen whenever you know anytime between now and uh mm-hmm. christmas eve yeah and we got our christmas cards out um, but I and then also, I got them all in one stack into the mailbox machine thing. Oof. It was just like, yes, I have a few nomads that I need to check up on because yeah, sometimes my friends move or um, don't actually have a fixed address, right? Or I'm like, am I sending this to your mom still? Like forty year old man who <laughs> I have a cousin like that it's going to his parents' house, right? And the answer is yes, yeah, yes. So. Uh, if you're listening to this, you know who you are. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if you're listening to this, really cool. Good for you. Hi. <laughs> I probably know who you are too. <laughs> but uh, but that's going well. I don't know. It just seems like we're kind of. I feel okay about Christmas right now. Yeah. The big things is I have a present for my mom and dad. We're not doing anything for your family until June, which is awesome. Such, such a big. It's awesome. That's a big relief. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's a couple of things I got to do. I got to find something for like my extended family. We do a gift exchange. I got to get two like $25 gifts for that mm-hmm. um, that I haven't done yet. Um, but I do think one of them is going to be um, the 
unicorn bird or squirrel feeder. Unicorn squirrel feeder, like, is what I want for me. Yeah. Um, and then just get like a yeti. Everybody loves a yeti. Like a big yeti cooler kind of, or like oh, the yeah the travel the mug. Yeah. Yeah, maybe just yeah, just those two things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. I think that's fantastic. Maybe put like a Starbucks card in it for like ten bucks or something if it if I get it on sale. Maybe, maybe or uh, mm. yeah, or, or a packet of hot chocolate, like mm-hmm. like nice hot chocolate, but yeah. just like three folded up Swiss misses shoved <laughs> down in there. <laughs> yes, no, yes. This, but. but yeah, so and then like work, I have a bunch of end of the year objectives I have to finish, and it's like a lot. So the nice thing about so, my work is end of the year dies because mm-hmm. nobody buys new software at the end of the year, which is weird. Because everybody, first off, everybody... You would, think, you would think everybody needs to make budget. Everybody's end of the year is September mm. in the healthcare industry. Almost everybody's end of the year is September. And then January, like October through December is just such a shit show. So your first quarter and not this is, fourth I'm, quarter. I'm into the fourth quarter right yeah. now, which is Nothing. nothing. Uh, and so it's kind of a lean time, but also people aren't, they aren't punching anything. They do not. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's kicking any horn's nests. Nobody, nobody. Yeah. Yeah. People are pretty chill. So I'm, I'm cool with that. That's, I will take So it. yeah, your work kind of winds down. Right. And so I'm good. I'm good. Let's mm-hmm. do it. So I don't know. I'm just kind of chilling. I'm going to work half of December. I think, I think I'm taking off like. Eight, ten days, ten days in September, yeah, in December. Like the whole last two weeks. Uh, yeah, pretty much. That our but kids like, are home. That doesn't count holidays. Like no. I'm taking ten vacation days. I have three holidays, so like there's thirteen days of December. I'm not actually going to be there. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with this. And because, there's only so many days. Because so. I get vacation. I don't use that vacation. Right. And then I'm out. So it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Good luck, yeah. everybody. If you need me. <laughs> I'm at home playing video games. Yeah, so like, Adam will be uh, playing video games with our kids, and I'll get home. And I will have I I'll, I'll do food. Our kids will have been fed. Our kids will be fed. The house will be moderately clean. I don't know that the house will be clean. Uh, you know, it'll like. be. It won't be. <laughs> it won't be a disaster. It it probably won't be a disaster. Right. But like, it won't be like clean. No, no, no. It won't be like have have the mother in law come over clean. Right, or even like yell at the kids to pick up and vacuum, like yeah. usually. Well, I mean it'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But it's like fine. I'm gonna be out of the house, so like Yeah, it's on me. Whatever. So. It does it does seem to seem stay a little cleaner when I'm alone with the kids. Yes. So then when the kids are alone. When oh. the kids are on their own devices. Or, yeah. Yeah. That's uh yeah, if I'm working and the kids are, it's like. Yeah, the house is going to be a disaster. <laughs> You're like, whatever, man. Whatever. whatever. So, But I'll be like able to move around and like do stuff and be like, hey, are you done with this project that you're leaving on this table? Yeah. Why don't you pick it up and move it not here? Right. And they're like, oh, that's a great idea. Like it's. <laughs> hey, did you just leave all the trash from that project right here? Right. Maybe no. Did you have a snack and then like just spread your snack around? Did you just wipe your face on the back of the couch? Like it's what? like I'm yeah, confused. that's not chill. So, but anyway, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm looking for a pretty chill time. Maybe it'll be a chill time. Mm-hmm. Maybe it won't. 
Who knows? We'll see. We'll we will, see indeed. We will indeed see. So. Ah. But on that, we did watch a movie. We did. This is... It's a Christmas movie. This is a Christmas movie. Um, on your list of um, of Christmas movies... Uh-huh. How high is this one? This one's pretty high. This one is a... Pr- it's a classic. Yeah. It is a pretty high classic movie. Mm-hmm. It is enjoyable. It is my favorite version of, of this story. Yeah. Um, this is The Muppet Christmas Carol. The Muppet Christmas Carol. Which is, um, of course, the retelling of... Of The Christmas Carol by Charles by, Dixon. By, by Muppets. Yes. Who are, I think, I have to say this, in my top three um, retelling genre. Uh-huh. It's like retelling by Muppets. Retelling by Muppets is really high up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, retelling by Wishbone. Remember Wishbone? Wishbone, yes. What is the story, Wishbone? Yeah, um, there's always that. And then I had a third one, but I can't remember it, so I'm going to say it's tied. Just, it's a, it's a just like, really, let's have everything retold by Muppets. like yeah. or, or a Jack Russell Terrier. Or a Jack Russell Terrier, yes. I want, like, Alexander Hamilton, Jack Russell Terrier. <laughs> like, <laughs> Great Gatsby, Muppets. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, we've talked about that. Like, mm-hmm. there's... There is no story I don't want the Muppets to attack. It's true. They can do it. I believe in them. I believe they could. Um, they have the range. I think th- I, I would really like to see like Slaughterhouse-Five mm-hmm. by the Muppets. Or maybe uh, James Joyce's Ulysses. Yeah. Animal would be great for that. I mean... Especially the 27 pages of ve- Guttural Screaming. He's a very uh, unstable narrator. So like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It could be a starring vehicle for Gonzo. Mm-hmm. Although I see that more as a fear and loathing in Las Vegas kind of situation. Right, that's a little more like Finnegan's Wake. Ooh, uh, yeah. But yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> I mean, obviously, if you're going to do Frankenstein, Bunsen and Beaker start to get some like yeah, like some much you, needed screen how time. How can you not? Uh, even if you want to do something more modern, like just pick a movie mm-hmm. and redo it. I want to see Spinal Tap with the Electric Mayhem. Yes. Or it might be more like a mighty wind. I don't know. That's what I need to know what if, they are. If, yeah. I don't even know you. I want to know their story. Right. Um, I think that would be fascinating. I think somebody out there just needs to take that pitch. Right. I and want run like hell. Yeah. I want I want more literature retold by Muppets always. Mm-hmm. What would be your story? Uh what what piece of literature would I want retold by Muppets? Mm-hmm. Mm. That is a very hard question. Now I'm like, what books did I even fucking read? I haven't read a book in forever. <laughs> I haven't read a book in so long. As discussed, you can look over my fiction section. Yeah, I'd find... be like, what's even there? Um, I would like to see like a Muppets Babies version of the Harry Potter series. Oh, that'd be cute. That'd be cute. I'm here for. I'm here for that. Um. Hmm. Okay. Maybe like a, a separate piece. Oh, wow. <laughs> All Quiet on the Western Front. All Quiet on the Western Front. Uh, Band of Brothers? No, oh my gosh. not Band of Brothers. Oh. Band of Brothers is terrible and I don't need it. Uh, oh. Yeah, well, we can fight about it later. But well, That was an amazing show. I mean, I didn't watch it because I watched like 
half an hour of it, and I was like, I'm tapping out. <laughs> it's, I'm. It's not an I'm, easy watch. I'm done. Yeah, and I don't. I mean, it's. I don't. I don't need it. It's a lot more, more, lot more honest look at war than maybe. Mm-hmm. It's like just some like punk kids from Iowa and like Ross from Friends being Ross being, from Friends, being an asshole all the time, which makes me think he's not an actor. He's just like managed to get paid to be an asshole and like. Good for you, sir. Yeah. Like, Way to go, David Trimmer, for being a right. jerk for, like, the last 30 right. years and like, making money. I I don't begrudge you your success. Don't hate the player. <laughs> hate the game. But. Yeah. But at the same time. It, like, so this is the Muppets. This is, yeah. This is, uh, this is the Muppets. Um, Muppets. Um, I've so lost what's your... What's your personal connection to this story? When did you first see it? Oh, I can't even remember. Like it, um, it has just been kind of in the the ether as far back as I can remember. Like mm-hmm. to me, like we were just talking about this. Like I can't remember. To me, this this feels like a movie that has existed since since the dawn of time. Since the dawn of time. Mm-hmm. Um, nineteen ninety two. Yeah, nineteen ninety two. <laughs> so not only is it not that old i was almost i was a junior higher when this came out right you were almost like too old for it yeah but i just remember it existing yeah forever and i remember like i remember having it on dvd mm-hmm. uh back in college like yeah. it was one of the few christmas movies i had that's really funny that yeah. you, you had this movie in college yeah because it was just it's, it's fun a, it's, it's a good movie um so this movie came out when I was too old to consume, like, too old, and it hit me at exactly the wrong time, mm-hmm. because I think I was, like, in sixth grade, where I'm like, oh, I must put away these childish things, and, like, you know, and it was, like, very uncool to be whatever, and I think if it would have hit me, like, three years later, you could, like, catch it back on the, like, I enjoy this ironically yeah, uh, thing that every, like, sophomore in high school does. Um but yeah, this hit me at exactly the wrong time. <laughs> and so I did not partake. And I think I first saw it. I was older. I was probably... Mm, I was probably like 17 or 18. Like the first time I saw this movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's okay. It's decent. And I just like plug, put it away in my own little... Uh, you know. It's like in that, vault. It in my vault. And then uh, when I was teaching English as a second language... Mm-hmm. Um, we did uh, a very adapted version of the Christmas Carol for uh, you know for as non-English our, native speakers. Right, it was our it was our oral English like oral English practice. You know, yeah. like like in Spanish where you were like pasar la aspiradora en el techo, <laughs> you know, which is do you vacuum the roof? Which you don't. You don't vacuum the roof. FYI. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> no, it's there. but then for the reward, like, yes. And then after, after we did our, our play and our performance, the reward was they got to watch this movie in class. Um, and then I had to find a way to get this movie, uh, in China and I made you send it to me. Yes. <laughs> I was like, because... you buy me a copy of it and send it to me. <laughs> Actually, I sent you the DVD I had from college. You did? Yeah. Oh, you're the sweetest. And then did you have to buy a new one? Uh, I th- think um you know close your eyes close mm-hmm. your ears uh piracy people but i may have ripped it 
and mm-hmm. sent you the copy and then just had it. That's good. Also, I was living at my parents' house and I think they had a copy, so like it was. You're fine. like, we don't need two copies. And we were going to get married anyway, so like it's joint custody now. Right, right. I mean, we don't have anything that plays physical media. Uh, we do now. Oh, we do. Yeah, the PlayStation downstairs will play uh, a DVD. We'll play physical media. Yeah, good so. for them. Good for that. We can get those. <laughs> for what that's worth. But anyway, so this movie um, follows really the standard narrative of this movie. Mm-hmm. It, um, it's the narrator here is Gonzo as Charles Dickens. Gonzo as Charles Dickens. This movie, like beat for beat, follows much more closely the book than any other version. Oh yeah. Of this, like there are quotes from the book, and our middle school right now is reading uh, A Christmas Carol in his English class and he's like, hey, that's like that's, that's the in thing. there. That's like word for word what it says. <laughs> yeah. You know, Morley was, like, was dead to begin with. Mm-hmm. This one thing you must remember or nothing else that follows will seem wondrous. Right. You know, like the opening line, only they do adapt it because the Marleys mm-hmm. were dead to begin with. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But, yeah, so um, Gonzo plays the omniscient narrator, and then fucking Michael Caine. Right? Does this man have an Oscar? I believe so. I believe. I I he also should. believe that he should. <laughs> he should. Michael Caine, if you're listening and you don't have an Oscar, I'm really sorry. You deserve one. Mm-hmm. But uh, he uh, he but is yes, Scrooge. Like, like an illustrious uh, actor. And. I'm going to say on the record, he is, I mean, he is bringing the Royal Shakespeare house <laughs> down with this movie. He is, yeah, he is bringing his all. He is nailing it. Yeah, he does, he does everything he needs to do in this movie. And it is perfect. And I, I love him in this film because he. But then he is also acting next to like fucking Gonzo. <laughs> yeah. And he is. I don't know how he did any of this with a straight face. Well, at one point, he's he's like, so Gonzo introduces the story, and he says, here comes Mr. Scrooge, basically, and he mm-hmm. walks into a musical and number. He has a yeah, musical number about how terrible Mr. Scrooge is. This is, I have to say, the opposite of um, Belle's song from Sleeping Beauty. Right, where everyone else is singing about how terrible he is, as opposed to, like... Him singing about how terrible everyone, everyone else, else is. is. Yeah. yeah, it's the opposite song. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole town is just dogging on him. At one point, like, he gets insulted by vegetables. Yes, he does get... Even the vegetables don't like him. Yeah. He gets insulted by vegetables. But he walks by with, like, a scour as these vegetables are singing horrible things about him. And I'm like, you're a professional. Right, I do... I do like uh, the... The wordplay in this song is totally decent. The rhyme scheme, like, mm-hmm. is not bad at all. They uh, they rhyme practice and rehearse with Scrooge's getting worse. Like, and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm here. I'm here for. I'm here for this song. <laughs> yeah, and he's. I mean, he is just a. They also kind of like build him up. Like you see him progressively. Like, from the knees up, or from the knees down. You just see his feet, yeah. And then you see, like, his waist, and then you see his arms, and then you see his chest, and then, like, you see him from the back with a big hat, mm-hmm. and then you finally, like, he turns around, and it's Michael Caine, and he's bah, humbug, and, like, slams the door and goes into his shop. It's just a great 
It's a great intro. It's a great intro. Whoever was in charge of cinematography and like st- like staging and good job, Brian. Yeah, Brian Henson. Good job. He did. He done a good job. Uh, <laughs> and so it's a masterpiece. He gets into a shop, and we meet Bob Cratchit, who is of course played by Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog here. Also, the credits. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little overture. The overture credits. Credits. When they're giving credits for things, it's like Kermit the Frog as Bob Cratchit mm-hmm. and Gonzo as Charles Dickens. They don't credit Rizzo the Rat as whoever the fuck he is. Yeah, they don't credit Michael the actor. <laughs> no, they credit Michael Crane as Scrooge, but like they don't credit the person playing mm-hmm. Gonzo or Rizzo or Kermit. Yes. Yeah, there's, it's not Frank Oz as Miss Piggy as... Right, as Emily uh, Cratchit. Cratchit. It's, it's just, just Miss Piggy, Piggy as, Emily, as Emily Cratchit. Which is fun. But anyway, uh, so we meet him, and he's working for Scrooge in his accounting firm. Mm-hmm. Scrooge is terrible. We know this. Like, right. But they go shorthand through all the things where he's like, hey, bring, bring me tomorrow's eviction notices. He's like, but tomorrow's Christmas, sir. He's like, well, then you can grift wrap them. Like, just, you know... Real shorthand how terrible this man right, is. Right, right. Like, he's a real douche canoe. Yeah, exactly. Um, his, the rats are working for him. Mm-hmm. Come up to ask for more coal, and he's like, how would the rats like to be suddenly unemployed? And they're like, oh, heat wave, yay! This and is go, my, my island, island in, in the sun. sun. Woohoo! And he's like, you seem to have convinced them yet again, Mr. Scrooge. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yep, I'm real good at that. And so then... His nephew shows up. Mm-hmm. Fred. Fred. The only other human <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> uh, there's a couple of humans that show up with Fred. Right, right. But... Fred, all, all of Fred's friends are humans. Not all. There's some, there's some Muppets think, in his like, party. Do you think Fred's like kind of like, like feltist or something? No, like... no, because there, there are some, there are some Muppets at his party. Oh, okay, good, good for, good for there him. There's some, yeah. Him. He okay. has, he has a diverse, he has a diverse cast. Oh, good for him. Good for him. That's good. Um, but anyway, so Fred walks in and he's trying to get Uncle Scrooge to cheer up and come to his party. And Right, he's like, I'm having people over for dinner and we'd like you to come. And he's like, you know I don't believe in Christmas. And he's like, you don't have to believe in Christmas to eat some fucking turkey. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah, just like suck it up, man. Just, I'm not. Yeah. Just, just. You eat. could, I mean, you could, whatever. And he's like, I, you know, it's a waste of time and it's not productive and it doesn't. Poor excuse to pick a man's pocket every 25th of December. Right, right. It doesn't serve our capitalistic society, and therefore I reject it. And he's like, mm, yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> Meanwhile, somebody knocks on the door and is like, hey, it's Bunsen and Beaker. Bunsen and Beaker, they're uh, collecting uh, for donation. charity. And yeah. then Beaker's just always like, me, me, me. That's great. Uh, and Scrooge, of course, in his way, is like, are there no poor houses? Oh no, there's plenty of poor houses. Are there not workhouses? Are there not jails? Well, let them go there. Well, some would rather guys go there. Well, let them die and be, you know, decrease the surplus population. population. And everybody is just like, oh, dude, don't say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, he's like, That's I, some cold shit. Yeah, and um, he's like, I do not care about the plight of the floor. And Freddie's like, That's true. I can scarcely afford to care about my own plight. He's like, That is not. That true. is not true. <laughs> Like, he's throwing some shade from the back. And, like, you can see Bob Cratchit just, like, trying to keep his nose down, but also, like, yeah, Fred, give him what for, because I can't say this. Right, right. And they kind of, like, uh, Fred and uh, Scrooge kind of get in an argument. Like, why are you so happy? You're, like, 
you're you know so you're... poor and he's like well why are you so miserable you're rich like cl- clearly happiness and money are like not related <laughs> like both of us are proving the point here right. so like whatever but scrooge those out bunston and beaker but fred leads he's like I'll see you tomorrow. No, you won't. Okay, well, fine. Okay, but fuck you. See you later. Deuces. <laughs> I'm leaving this fucking wreath. Right. All, all I had to do was invite you. And, like, I checked my box. <laughs> my wife's. My wife told me to invite you. I invited you. I knew how this was going to go. I got a little bit of fun out of this situation. Even more with those two guys that showed up. Right. I, I got to catch him and give him, like, 20 bucks to make up for this. So, laters. And so... Bye. He leaves, and then Bob Cratch is like, "Hey, can we um can we get the day off tomorrow, for you know, because it's Christmas. Christmas. It's and customary to have the day off everywhere. Yeah, yeah, like literally everywhere. Like there's not going to be anyone to do business with. So, but you, you can might, do my business. You might as well shut down because it'll save coal. Like you'll reduce your overhead. Yeah, you know it doesn't make sense huh. to be open." And so he finally sees the logic From a that, business standpoint. Which is what he finally sees the logic in is willing to let it go. But also, this is like every gaslighting boss I've ever worked for that's like, wait, other people aren't as terrible as we are? <laughs> I'm yes. pretty sure that's a standard management practice to be an absolute asshole to your employees. Is right. it not? Right. I'm pretty, no, I'm pretty sure. No, no, it's not. Right. No, you, no. So he gives the day off, but without pay, yeah, I assume. I assume like, so, too. Because otherwise, the the argument of saving coal for the fire doesn't make sense. No, it would... So I assume he gets the day off without pay. So, like, he should give them way more days off without pay. Yeah, just, like, have them work really hard for, like, four days and be right. like, yeah, go home. And then be like, you're done. Close it off Fridays. <laughs> Later. But, um, yeah, we're Jewish now. See ya. Maybe but they all work salary. Maybe. I don't know. He doesn't seem like a salary kind of guy. He doesn't. Well, he doesn't if he's getting like 60 hours a week out of them. Because mm-hmm. that seems like a salary kind of guy he would be. I don't know. I, I anyway, need to review his lo- contracts. Long and the short of it, it makes financial sense for him to shut down on Christmas. So he agrees to it. Day goes by. Mm-hmm. Shut everything down. Everybody five o'clock. Home. Like, it's five o'clock somewhere. Kermit walks home. home singing about one more sleep till Christmas, mm-hmm. which is a cute little song. Right, right. And everyone, the whole town is like all excited and like, Yeah, you know, everybody's having fun. People are buying their gooses and their Christmas trees and whatever. Like, I got, I got to respect the last minute celebration well, that happened uh, in Victorian times. Oh yeah, I was going to say, Victorian times, like first off, you couldn't buy your goose Two weeks before and just have it thaw. No, it would die. It would be it would be It'd terrible. Be rancid by the time because you don't have a refrigerator in your house. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. just how that works. Or you just buy a live goose and have it in your backyard, which seems like a lot. Yeah, and then you hope it doesn't run away before you have or to. Or mur- somebody steal it. Yeah, before you have to murder it. Mm-hmm. And then you have to murder it. Right. No, thank you. <laughs> also, like it was tradition that the Christmas tree was brought by Santa Claus. Like who the. F- fuck was that plan yeah i don't have time time for that bullshit no i'm not staying up all it takes us hours to like get our tree up it Um, does like you would be up all night decorating a tree decorating a tree maybe they just had much simpler decorations right i mean i think their trees were basically like a tree and you like 
tucked some oranges in those branches and like put some candles on there. If you're German, throw in a pickle. And then the tree caught on fire and then it was done. Yeah. That's how you know it's done. <laughs> How you know it's done. If it's smoking, it's done. Time to yeah, I'm I'm sure the, the ornaments were uh much simpler. much simpler. I hope so. I hope so for everyone's sake. Yeah, that's entirely too much work. I mean I know that that whole economy was based on a bunch of invisible labor from women, but that's a lot. It's still a e- lot. Even for invisible. Because they still had a lot of invisible labor to be doing. Right. Even for just invisible labor, that is oh boy. Yeah. But anyway, so he gets home and he meets his wife. Uh, oh, does he get, does, do we get home with him? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He gets home and we meet his wife and mm-hmm. uh, screw, and she, yeah, Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy. and Right. And she was like, I'm so glad you're home. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And so. And yeah. then everyone goes to bed. Yeah. Everyone goes to bed. Scrooge, meanwhile, goes home. And mm-hmm. he does the thing where he goes to turn the doorknob. Yes. And it turns into Marley's face for a moment. And then, like, he pulls back and it's just a doorknob again. And he was like, oh. Ugh, it must be. So weird. Yeah. And so he goes upstairs and he's a little... little a little... All sorts. Right, right. A little unsettled. Yeah. But at midnight... One in the morning. No. Oh, midnight. Midnight. At midnight, Marley's show up. Yeah, so in this version, this is where they diverge most from the book. The Marleys are, in fact, two people. Statler and Waldorf. Statler and Waldorf. Uh, and they play Jacob and Robert Marley. So, um, you know, there's kind of a working theory that maybe Statler and Waldorf... Right, right. ...are uh, a couple. Yes, Because yes. otherwise, I mean, two men showing up. To the theater every day to bitch from the balcony together. <laughs> I mean, it checks it checks a lot of boxes. It really does. It checks a lot. Did you ever see, I don't remember which one, but like Statler or Waldorf's wife is like... Astoria. Yeah, is Astoria, and she's just like Waldorf and drag. Yeah, it absolutely is. Because <laughs> like I was reading an article, they're like, so there's that rumor. Well, I'm here to tell you, in fact, reader, Statler is more married to Astoria, and you're... Like, oh, okay, cool, cool. And then they show a picture and it's Waldorf in a dress. And you're like, okay, back okay. to having questions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, hey, good for them. Whatever made them happy. Absolutely. Uh, but at the same time, uh, they're not happy because mm-hmm. they're the Marleys. And that's the story. It's not their story. Not their story. But they're playing a part. I do think this is great casting. Absolutely. They're grumpy, miserable old men. There's not a lot of those in the Muppet world. Right, right. And so uh, they're there to give a warning of like, hey, you know. I, we're bound by these chains. We were doomed like, to carry our greed with us for all eternity. But it's not too late for you because you're still alive. Right, right. And so, so yeah, like these, these chains were, for, were forged by all the things that we said and did in our lives. Right. But there's, cha- there's a chance for you. And so you're going to get visited by three ghosts. And again, stop me if you've heard this before. But mm-hmm. uh, I think, like, at this point, this is so in our cultural <laughs> milieu that, like, explaining this is silly. But there's going to be the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future. Yeah, I don't even know if they tell them which ghost it is. Like, there'll be three ghosts. You need to listen to them because you're very soul-like. And they do have a song and number. They do. We're Marley and Marley. Woo. Ooh. It's pretty it's, it's very catchy. All of these songs are catchy. Yeah, good good songwriting there. So, 
they leave, mm-hmm. and Scrooge is like, "Man, that was a weird dream. Must have been well, a like bad piece he of pie." Ar- he argues with the Marleys. Yeah, and he was like, "You." He's like, "Why? Why do you doubt your senses?" And he's like, "Cause the littlest thing could throw them off. Like you could be a bit of undigested beef." There's more of gravy than of grave to you. And he's like, did you just say that? Like, this fucking dad jokes? Like, and uh, our our son who was reading this book, he's like, that actually is in the book. And I was like, it's a real dad joke. <laughs> and he's like, it is. But you know what? It's kind of funny. It's the first, it's the, like, early, I mean, early recorded dad jokes. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there were earlier ones, but yes. Dickens definitely recorded some dad jokes. He got, he got in there. Was he a dad? Yeah, I think so. I think he probably had like 27 kids. Yeah, I mean, e- either he had zero children or he had 27 children. Like These are the options those, in Victorian times. Those are the options. Fair enough. So, um, Scrooge goes back to bed somehow, falls asleep. Right, I would not, I can't fall asleep after I get up and go to the bathroom. Like, if I was visited by the ghosts of oh. my late partners in chains... Fuck no, I wouldn't be able to go back to sleep. You, however, oh, yeah, I'd would be, be like, I'm rolling over, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> They'd be like half out the door, I'm like, turn out the You're lights. Like, Whatever, I'm tired, man. Yeah, just, okay. Right, but me, I would be up. But the bell rings one. Mm-hmm, one in the morning. And um, the ghost of Christmas past arrives. Mm-hmm. And she is this little creepy fairy thing. Right, she's a very uncanny valley uh Mm-hmm. floaty child yeah she is i think the creepiest thing in this movie right she's pretty creepy yeah and so she takes him back to his childhood mm-hmm. he was raised in an orphanage boarding school boarding school boarding school orphanage maybe both yeah uh probably actually a boarding school not an orphanage because um those would cost him, money they're teaching him things they're not just putting him to work mm-hmm. he's learning accounting and bookkeeping and stuff like that and business business it is Sam Eagle. Sam Eagle teaching business. And he's like, it's the American way. And like someone. Gonzo sneaks Gonzo in from the side. And like whispers. whispers and he's like, or the British way. <laughs> it is the British way. And you can see it's kind of like, like, I don't know how they make like, him look annoyed like at saying that. Side eye. Like, mm. Yeah. But he's like, I found my love here of, of books and accounting and my occupation. And like, this is where I had purpose and was. Mm-hmm. doing but well I, but i never had friends and i never went home for the holidays like i never went home at all really right i never went home at all and he's like like do you want to see other christmases he's like why nothing changed he's like but you changed like and so they kind of like fast forward through like growing up scrooge he gets bigger and bigger but mm-hmm. yeah he's the same yes. every christmas uh until he finally gets out of there and gets an apprenticeship at Fozzie wigs Fozzie wigs which our oldest was like it's Fezziwig in the book i'm like well of course it's but it's Fozzie Wig here. And he's like, oh, I bet it's going to be. And then you see Fozzie walk in. He's like, oh, yep, there it is. And I was like, have you never seen this before? And he was like, I probably have, but I don't remember it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And again, another brilliant moment of casting. Because Excellent casting. Fozzie Wig is supposed to, Fezzy Wig. Fezzy Wig is a, is a figurative teddy bear. Yeah. So like, he, why not make him a, a literal, literal teddy, teddy bear, bear? Who can just be like funny and silly and boisterous and like trying to have fun. And it is. You know, it's every office party you've ever been to where, like, the boss is really trying to have a good time and everybody else is, like, there because they have to be. Because it's, like, mandatory fun. Mandatory fun. And you're just like, oh, great. I mean, it's fine. This is all fine. Yeah, it's fine. Do I get... 
Oh, you're gonna hand out the bonus checks at the end of this? Oh, I mean, I'll be fuck. here to collect my bonus check. <laughs> yeah, and then be like, "Thank you, sir, for this bonus." For this check. paltry bonus. I will not spend all fifty dollars at Target at once. I mean, on the you way know. home on wine to forget this evening. <laughs> it's a it's a much more fun uh, party than any of oh, our yeah, office yeah, parties. Yeah. I will say. Although that one office party where I got fired. <laughs> that was good. That was fantastic. That was real good. I didn't get fired at the party. No, I got, no. I got laid off before the party. Mm-hmm. This was, I had one week left because it was the week before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then after Christmas, I was going to be yeah. let go so that we were cleared out by the end of the year. Um, but they needed, like, they told me before Thanksgiving yeah. that I was getting laid off. And then they pulled me aside and were like, actually, we need you to stick around for two months. And they made it worth my while. Right. And I got some pretty decent payout of those two months, but just knowing that I needed to kind of wind everything down. So, but they still invited me to the Christmas party and they're like, you know, here are the options. And I ended up um, totally taking the lobster. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was pregnant, uh, so I could not drink. And so I was like, you need to get so drunk. (laughs) And I did. I was like, there's an open bar. We got to make it worth our while. (laughs) Yeah. Because you had your, you had your little belly. It wasn't like super big. It was probably four, you were five months along. Yeah. Something like that. It was six. Yeah. yeah, It was obvious things were a popping. Um, that they were laying off the guy whose wife is definitely pregnant. Right. So let's just steer into that. There was a, like a white elephant gift exchange and I went home hard and took no prisoners right. um, we were stealing all the best gifts yeah and hoarding and like it was I was like i can't take this away from adam we just laid him off and his wife is super pregnant and i'm like yeah take it take it you you wanted those like, chocolate covered fucking dare you you wanted those chocolate covered uh potato chips chocolate covered potato chips are good and so i made sure uh, we went home with those we absolutely did. And they were delicious. And it was great. Uh, I totally recommend going to a, a corporate sponsored event where you do not give two fucks. <laughs> if you uh, ever have that opportunity. Yes. Five stars. Five stars do recommend. Would do again. I mean, would rather not. Not not the whole circumstances. Yeah, but. But the not giving a fuck part that was, was great. The best. That was the best part. Um, but anyway. But anyway. Fozzywig. Fozzywig's having a great party. Uh, and Scrooge is like, oh, yeah, like, I remember these. Like, they're always great times. You know, such a tremendous expense for nothing gained. Mm-hmm. And she, she's like, was nothing gained? I mean. Right. Look at all these people with, like, joy and, and stuff. And then he finds out this is where he meets. This is where he meets. I don't remember her name. Oh. But his only love interest. Yeah. Uh, she is introduced as uh, Fozzie Wiggs's niece, mm-hmm. which I have questions because she is human. Right. I mean, this happens a lot in uh, Muppet uh, world. I guess, yeah. Where, like, you're like, oh, I just have a Muppet brother or, mm-hmm. like... A... Well, that was, yeah, that was the plot of the Muppet movie with, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the most recent Muppet movie with Amy Adams and uh, Marshall. Jason. Jason, yeah. Um, they, Jason's brother was a Muppet. Right, right. So it just happens. Just happens, like, I guess. Some some people are Muppets. So maybe her parents are Muppets and, and Muppets she's are just people. this weird hairless thing that comes... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe it's like dwarfism. Muggles. Yes. Who knows? I don't I don't know how Muppets and humans work, but... I'm sure uh, we're about two terrible Google searches away from getting some <laughs> very unfortunate answers. I don't... Yeah. I don't... I don't I'm not I'm, going there, I'm though. sure it's like a seed theory... 
where like all the all the sperm is uh good with all the other it's like, like star trek yeah it's like star trek cross reference all the like sentient yeah, species where, yeah where all the all the sentient species are compatible compatible sure let's go with that yeah i mean there's a frog and a pig that have kids do they have kids? Yeah. I mean, in this movie, in they this have movie, kids. they obviously have kids. In several movies, they've had kids or talked about having kids or something. So apparently, mm-hmm. it, they, at least Piggy thinks it's possible. And it's Kermit, interesting they just have frogs and pigs and not like frog pig Muppet mashups. Um, they do. There is what movie is it where they she sings about having little pink frogs and little green piggies? Oh, I don't know what movie that and is. And it is a disturbing. Yeah, that's, that'd be interesting. But anyway, he meets, uh, Scrooge meets his love interest, and they're smitten, and they're mm-hmm. having fun, and maybe he could do something, but he can't walk away from business to be with her. And so, like, they fast forward a few Christmases to the, like, tragic breakup. Mm-hmm, the tragic breakup Christmas. Song. Where uh, she's like, so, you finally made partner. Like, we can get married. And, she, and he's like, no, like, I, I still need to make money. You know, like, whatever, whatever. And she's like, uh, listen, I need to get married. Like, Fisher Cut Bates. I, I need to be with someone. And if you want me to be with you, that's great. Let's do this. But, like, Our I. biological clock is ticking and I need babies now. Right. And I'm also, like, societally, she, she needs to play her hand. Like, yeah. Like, she probably only has, like, two more seasons. before she's put out to pasture and so like i understand of like i need this commitment so that you can take care of me financially forever because otherwise i will be destitute and i cannot wait around for you right and so he fails he says no he's like i can't i can't abandon the business like to marry you like if you just wait you know a few more years and she's like i can't wait a few more years so bye felicia I'm, i'm done we're gonna we're going to sing a song together, a little duet about <laughs> how we're going our separate ways. Right. And uh, they do. They go their mm-hmm. separate ways. And Scrooge is obviously distraught by this. He's But also like not distraught enough to be like, oh, I can marry you and it's fine that we're poor. Because well, I mean, she was also like, we can just get married and it's fine that we're poor. Like, It's not fine that we're poor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, also, I mean... Dissecting some things. Scrooge obviously has some intimacy issues. Uh, yeah. Probably stemming Probably. from a childhood of neglect and, uh, longing. A childhood neglect and privilege. But, yeah. But neglect. But, but neglect. Um... And so he's probably dealing with some some damage there that he needs to work through and is not doing the work. I mean, on. like they were not therapists. <laughs> no. Well, and also it is not her job to fix him. It is not her job to fix him. No. It's never your job to fix your your other. It is not. To facilitate their fixing, sure, maybe, but not to mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not your job. It's not their their mental health is not your responsibility. Right. Um, but anyway, so they, uh, they split the ways and then we go back to old Scrooge and he's, he is a little distraught. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, I guess that was my shot. Like nothing ever got better than that. Right. And he was like, I mean, Hmm. yeah, that was not great. I could have done that better. And then she brings him back to the present and they're like, okay. He's like, so what did I see? She's like, oh, you saw what you need to see, man. Like. I don't know, man. 
it, that's on you. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. He's like, well, the next ghost will be here in about an hour. See you later. Yeah, you can get an hour of sleep. Like, it's a it's a very, like, new mom uh, experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, new parent experience. Where, like, you can sleep one hour, in, like, and then be up for an hour. And then sleep one hour. And then be up for an hour. All mm-hmm. night. All night. All night. That's what we're going to do. But, like, apparently she brings him and returns him within, like, a minute. Because, you know, if you're time traveling, you can right. just... Time, time works crazy. You're gonna, you just come back. It's not like... It's not San Dimas time, time travel. Where <laughs> right. the clock is always running in San Dimas. And you can only come back time after... You know, if you're gone for 15 minutes, you're back in 15 minutes. Like, no. Right. It's not... Back. It's not... You can you can leave the moment after you left. Right. So he was like, "Oh, it's only been a arrive minute. the moment after you left." It's more. It's uh. It's back to the future time. Back travel. to the future time travel, and not uh, the clock in San Dimas never yeah. stops time travel. Exactly. It's an important distinction. And then Die Hard, is that one? No, that's not one. I don't think there's time travel in Die Hard. No, there's not. But there is vents, and my kids are real concerned that Bruce Willis is homeless. He just lives in the vents. He just lives in the vents. Have you seen him? He kind of looks homeless in that movie. (laughs) Anyway. So, Scrooge climbs back into bed. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Fully, like, cool. I can get a whole, like, 45 minutes of sleep. I'm going to fall right back asleep. Like, God. Good for him. This guy and his falling back asleep prowess. I mean, for someone who's an absolute douche canoe, he has no guilt. Because he's just asleep. He's fully a sociopath. Like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't you yeah. know? Yeah. There's not a lot of empathy there. Nope. Not at all. So, um, hour passes, bell rings. Ghost. Ghost time. Also, the clock rings too, and our eldest is like, that would be so annoying to have one of those clocks that rung every, every hour. hour all night. How would you sleep? I'm like, they don't typically do that. Like, there's a little I circuit mean, that. So, the, the clock in my grandma's house, did that. Mm-hmm. It did it all night. It did it every 15 minutes all night. It would play part of the Westminster, the time. Westminster time. And so you would hear like like three-fourths of the Westminster time. And you're like, well, it's something 45, but it's the middle Thanks of the night. I don't, clock. I don't know what time it is. I need to... I need to stay awake for 15 more minutes to find out if it's like 3 in the morning. Or, or 6 t- in the morning. Or 6 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, a lot of clocks do have like a little, like... I mean, now. A ratchet. That now they do. Maybe. But like, old-timey clocks. I don't know if they did. Huh. wonder when that came into vogue. I don't know. Does, does the tower clock, Big Ben, does that chime... Maybe not Even now. In the middle of the night? Maybe not now. But maybe it did? But I think it did. Wow. Could you imagine that midnight chime going off for like 12? Right. You just learn to sleep through it. It's like, it's like living next to a train station. Or a highway. As or our a highway. listeners are aware that we... <laughs> Where you don't even notice it anymore. You don't even notice. <laughs> but uh, he's woken up by this booming voice saying, mm-hmm. Come in and know me better, man. Right, and it is a giant uh, red-headed Muppet. And, He's my favorite. Uh, so He is my favorite ghost, for sure. Uh, but I think our daughter was like, I'm real bummed that he's not like the big, weird, hairy guy. Yeah, he should be, maybe. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, I don't know what he's called, but that would be a great option. His name's Harry. For that big, weird, hairy monster. Mm-hmm. Like, 
His name is Harry. Oh, but no, he's awesome. a very cute, jovial, uh, cherubic, cherubic giant. giant guy. Yeah. And he's got this big mane of red hair, and he's got a feast set. He's like, welcome to the Christmas, I am the ghost of Christmas present. Like, let's do this shit. Let's party on. Like, I got places to be. Let's do it. And so they go to the Cratchit family. Mm-hmm. Do they go to Cratchit's first, or do they go to Fred's first? They go to Fred's first. Oh, they go to Fred's first, where Fred's having the party. Mm-hmm. He's got his friends, they're playing games, there's some foods and snacks. I imagine a libration or several. Right, right. Like, it's a good party. Right, and then they play this game that, it's like a guessing game. Yeah. It's like 20 questions. It is. It is 20 questions. And they're like, are you an animal or creature, animal or vegetable, mineral kind of thing? Right. And he's like, oh, I'm a creature. Are you unwanted? Often. And they're like, ooh, is it in the city? And you're like, yes. And you're like, ooh, is it a rat or a leech or a He's uh, like, oh, no, this is too delicious. And he's like, no. But this is awesome. And then someone's like, are you Ebenezer Scrooge? And he's like... That I yeah, am. And, like, uh, and they all just laughed and laughed and laughed. And Ebenezer and Scrooge like, was like, "Pardon me." Yeah, a little bit miffed that uh, yeah. he was the butt of the joke. But they do kind of come back, and they're like, "You know, we did invite him. He's he's kind he's, of yeah, you know, he's difficult. He's but on he his family. You know, we would have loved to have him here, but mm-hmm. I don't know. He's just he's an ass." What do you do with that? Right. And he's like, I mean, we're all related to assholes. <laughs> like, it's kind if of If there's the, like, anything shrug. 2020, 2021 has taught us, it's there's an asshole in every family tree. I mean, there is. It, there is. And if it's not. Yeah, if you if you can't figure out who it is, it might be you. Check your Facebook history. Right. Might, might be a time for a moment. But, uh, so, Scrooge is a little chuffed, but abased a little and comes out of there and then he goes to the Cratchit family. Right, then he goes to the Cratchit family. Uh, and while he's doing this, like, a little more gray keeps appearing in the the ghost's beard and right, hair. Right, because his red, beautiful red hair turns grayer and grayer. Right. With the time. He's like, I, I only live for a day. Like, mm-hmm. I've had they're like, Are you getting 2,000 older? brothers. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm the youngest of 2,000 and I'll have another one tomorrow next year, but I only live for a day. It's what we do. So they go to the Cratchit family who are preparing a meager feast. Right. But they're thankful and happy. Bob Cratchit says, um, thanks to the provider of this feast, Mr. Scrooge. And Scrooge is like, well, thank you. And Emily goes the fuck off. Right. And she's like, the founder of the feast indeed. <laughs> if he was here, he could have a feast up my mind. And I was like, oh. <gasps> they're and like... They're like, but we still should be grateful. And they're like, fine. I guess we can be grateful to Scrooge, even though he's, like, miserly and unkind and a terrible dresser. (laughs) Everyone's like, that's the part that everyone's like, the tea, spilling all the tea. Well, back up. Um, The way they find they're going, he's going to Cratchit's house, is that they're in the street, and Bob Cratchit and Tiny Tim are singing kind of a reprise of the... um, one more sleep till Christmas. Christmas, only it's about being Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And they had been at church, and um, and but Tiny Tim wanted to sit up at the front because he wanted to remind everybody of the one who made blind see and lame beggars walk. Because, you know, Tiny Tim is 
lame. It is lame. Yeah. He's got a bum leg or something going on there. And so, and Bob Cratchit, or sorry, you know, uh, Scrooge is kind of like, by the way, what's the deal with the kid? He's like, oh yeah, he's he's got a bum leg. All right. He's he's very weak. (laughs) You're a star employee. He's he's got a rough. You know, you know zero things about him. Yeah, it turns out you should you should like read his blog or something. Like, right. he's he's got a pretty healthy Instagram presence. You 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 should like it's got a link to the GoFundMe and everything, man. Right, like, like it's the out there. You? Um, but they uh, um, yeah. So Scrooge is like, well, he's gonna be okay though, right? Like he's 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 troubled, but he's he's gonna be fine. And the ghost of prison president. Brendan's like, not my bag, man. Like, I know I mean, it's this year. He's here this year. But I'll tell you what, I don't see that chair being occupied many years longer if this keeps going. Right, right. Prognosis is not good. No, it's not. And he's like, so, you know, but if he's going to die, he should probably just do it and, you know, decrease the surplus population. And Scrooge is like, that's that, that's not what I meant. Like, and you're I, like, I don't understand what you could have meant. yeah. But that's what you said. That's what you said. That's what you meant. I mean, you know, I was just joking. The the, the old rich guy defense, right? No. Right, I'm sorry if you were offended by the offensive things I said. Yes. But anyway. <laughs> so they yeet him back into right, wherever. His, his room. Present, present day. Back to his room and now, you know, Christmas presents all gray. And he's like, all right, well. You saw what you need to see. Gotta go. Bye. Peace. Deuces. And and passes out. And the next one's coming at three. Mm-hmm. And this one is, of course... Christmas future. future. And so their first step mm-hmm. is at the Cratchit household. Yes. Where indeed we find out. Tiny Tim did not make it. No, he didn't make it. Everyone's sad. Um, Bob Cratchit has no spring in his step. Um, mom, Emily is not feisty anymore. She's just kind of, she's just sad. She's just sad. Everybody's just sad. There's no joy to be had at the Crouchit household. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yep. Um, and then they go on to a side street, a side street. And there's, um, it's like a, oh, a pawn shop. Mm-hmm. And there's. They're talking about this guy that just died. He had all these really nice stuff. Like I got his, I got his bed curtains. Well, those are very, you know, very nice damask. And he's like very cheap damask. <laughs> like, yeah, bow and shade. I'm, everything is cheap and like not high quality. And uh, someone's like, I got his, I got his bed, his bedding. And they're like, Ooh, this it's still warm. Like you know, I don't pay extra for the warmth. Like you should. It was the only warmth he had. <laughs> And everybody's like, oh. It's just like, ooh. Yeah, again, spilling that tea. Right, right. Um, and there was a bunch of businessmen on the on the street talking about the funeral. And they're like, I can't imagine anyone would go to this funeral. Like, liter- like literally nobody liked this guy. I might. Is lunch provided? And they all laugh and shuffle off. And he's like, oh. I'm like, spirit. spirit. I, I knew some of those people. Like, who could they be talking about? Also, I think those might have been my sheets. <laughs> right. Like, I did recognize those curtains. Like, low-key. So, um... Am I dead and stuff? Am I dead and unmourned? Like... Mm-hmm. 
the world doesn't care for my, like... My particular brand of assholeism? Huh. I thought it was doing... So interesting. Like, I'm gonna die, and, like, I'm gonna be a joke for two days, and then I'm and just then nothing? nothing? And so they take him to the stone and, you know, the graveyard, and he points, points. to the stone, and it's his name on it, and he's like, no, spirit, I can't have this. I mean, he wasn't freaking out with Tiny Tim, but, like, when it comes home and affects him personally... Right, yet again, um, things do not have to affect you personally. For to, them to be bad. For them, for them to be bad. I mean, I wish that wasn't the moral of the story, but maybe it is. But maybe it is. Um, um, <laughs> I do, I do want to have a quick antidote about when our child was in the production of this play. Right. Uh, he was Tiny Tim. Because tiny he's, kids. Because we have very tiny children. Um. So when when you look like four and you're ten, you're like, ooh, you're a shoe in. <laughs> he came home and he told me he's like, Dad, I'm I'm in the Christmas Carol, and I was like, he's gonna be Tiny Tim. He's like, guess what I'm playing? I'm like, I don't know what. And he's like, I'm Tiny Tim. I was like, yes, you are. I was like, you better get your line right because everyone knows it. Um, but it's only one line. And then he was talking to another friend uh, of him who was cast as the Ghost of Christmas Past. And he was like, I only have one line. And the kid who was the ghost of Christmas class was like, I only point, motherfucker. Yeah, like, all I do is point to shit. And he's like, oh, okay. He's like, I mean, I guess you do win. Yeah. I... <laughs> good job. Good job. Also, that that kid did great. Um, he got did a good all job. Of his he points. did a good job pointing. He was basically Vanna White of the of the show. <laughs> without the banter. Um, but but anyway, uh, Scrooge is like, no, I can't die. And they're like, I mean, bitch, you're going to die. Like, he's like, please tell me that there must be some way to, like, blot out this future. And you're like, you're going to die. Like, dying is a thing dying that will Dying is a thing that will I happen. I promise you. Like, maybe at best you'll die with people missing you. Mm-hmm. That's the best you can have. That's the best you can hope for. Have you ever seen, uh, I forget what talk show it was, but uh, Keanu Reeves was on it. Mm-hmm. And they were like, deep questions with Keanu Reeves. Oh, and no. one of the questions was, so Keanu, what happens after you die? And Keanu's answer was, I don't know, but I know those who love us will miss us. And he's just like, well, fuck, I'm done here. Like, Oh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu, go see The Matrix. It's going to be awesome. Um, Is it? No, I'm very, very sus. I'm gonna watch it. You, you, we'll, we'll watch it. You can, we can watch it regardless, because like I'm here for Keanu Reeves getting paid. Yeah. Well, also Always. we have HBO Max, <laughs> which it's gonna be on HBO Max for free. Okay. So like we can just spend an evening. Sure. Down in the basement, cuddle sure. on the couch under a blanket, with some beverages. It doesn't seem that. I mean, bad. It doesn't sound bad. I mean, in general, like Keanu Reeves is very watchable. Carrie Ann Moss is in this. Okay. You know, she's back, so, you know, that'll be good. Anyway, we were watching a different movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Scrooge kind of collapses, and when he st- gets up, he's in his bed, and it's dawn. Mm-hmm. And it's Christmas. Yeah. The spirits did it all in one night. They did it all in one night. I didn't miss anything. Well, he opens the door. He's like, you there. What day is it? He's like, uh. Child wandering around. Who was basically deer in the headlights, like. It's, uh, it's the rabbit, right? Yeah. The little it, rabbit. It's the same rabbit he, like, threw out of his, uh... Yeah. Earlier. His, yeah. His office. And so, um, he's like, 
what day is it? He's like, it's Christmas, of course. He's like, oh, great. The spirits did it all in one night. They didn't miss a thing. I'm still here on Christmas. And the rabbit is just like, the fuck? And it's like, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to like slowly walk off to the side. He's like, wait, 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 wait. Is the goose down the corner? The prize goose still in the window? He's like, the one bigger than I am? Yeah. Yeah, it's still there. He's like, here. He throws a bag of money. Go buy it. Go buy it. And here's a couple shillings for you. Here, No, here's five shillings for you. Bring it back here and then follow me to where we're going. Well, yes, sir. And he takes off. And so Scrooge gets dressed and meets him downstairs. And then they have like a song and dance number. Right. As they walk, the prize goose to Bob Cratchit's house. Yeah. And so Scrooge knocks on the door and he delivers one of the best worded lines and he says mr cratchit you were not at my office this morning as we had discussed mm-hmm. and bob's like uh but we did discuss it and we, i get the day off yeah he's like yes exactly so i brought you food and he's like yes well and uh emily is like uh, oh, she is vivid. She, she, That's right. She comes out she, hot. She comes out swinging. <laughs> Let me tell you, Mr. Scrooge, you are unacceptably mean. It, like, just lays into him. And he's like, like, I don't have time for your bullshit, basically. Like, and she's, he's like, yeah, she's got a point. So here's, don't bother coming in today. Don't come in tomorrow. In fact, take the week off. And when you come back, I'm raising your salary by 20%. I'll raise you 20 per... Wait, what? <laughs> and he's like, and I'm going to pay off the mortgage on this house. And then Miss Piggy's just like, wait. Come again? Like, Right, excuse me? What? He's like, I've been... You've been my best employee. You've been a great guy. And I've been nothing but terrible to you. And I right. see that now. I'm undervaluing you and blah, blah, blah. blah. Gaslighting you and treating you. Yeah. Yes. Maybe we can work on a lot of things. But right. he also brought turkey. And but I brought turkey. Like, I'm going to start with food and a, a raise. A raise and a, and, a, and a pay off your mortgage. Yeah. And I feel like, you know. Let's start there. That's, that's, a, start. that's a great start. It's a great start. It's a good, like, it's a good start. And so, um, kind of zooms out. And gonzo's there he's like so then scrooge went about trying to be the bestest man he ever was in london and the world he always kept christmas in his heart and as tiny tim who did not die ah shucks that swell from his um <laughs> um said god bless us everyone right and it's a wrap and it's a wrap and the overture out and we actually find out who played all the little characters pieces Again, if you've ever seen a Christmas Carol right. in any of its forms, right, right, right. Not, this none of this. None of this is new. Yeah. Um, what do we learn from this movie? I mean, I think the big thing is, unless you can tell people how it affects them personally, they don't give two shits. Yes. Yes. And then if you're like, oh shit, I've been devaluing my employees, and they're gonna like leave, start by paying them more. Also, um, pay them more. Give them some real tangible financial benefits like paying off their mortgage. Uh, then you can talk about food. If your first thought is pizza party, you've lost the war. <laughs> right. Just pay them more. Just pay them more. Yeah. Like, just, just realize there's not a labor shortage. 
there's a, your budget shortage. Yes. You're, you're only going to get what you pay for. Yeah. Sorry. Or, like, people who have no other options, which I think is what Cratchit really is at. He can't. Yes. He's, he's got one skill set. Maybe this is not great. I don't great, know. I feel like steady. counting can really pivot. Like, everybody oh, needs so someone too. who knows how to count and yeah. do math and, like, yeah. But, you know, at least Scrooge is steady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's maybe, it, maybe reliable. It's, it's a stable. Like, foreclosures were always happening. Yeah. Like, Perhaps. you know, maybe everybody else kind of takes December off foreclosures, but not Scrooge. You can still get a pretty healthy check all through December. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's maybe that's the secret. Yeah. So yeah. I guess that's what we learn. And then, like, I will consume all class- classic literature if it's performed in Muppet form. Indeed. Even when I'm like, I did not read Moby Dick ever, but if it's like Moby Dick is told by the Muppets, I will watch that shit. Treasure Island, for instance. Yes. You ever read Treasure Island? I did not. Have you seen Muppet Treasure Island? I have seen Muppet Treasure Island several times. What else have they done? Um, uh, they've done see, they've done Treasure Island. They've done Christmas Carol. I don't know what else they've done that is uh, for a while. That was like their vibe. They were like, "Oh, let's do some uh, some classic lit." I don't remember what else is around though. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Where they need to do like uh, some of those classic uh, like Withering Heights kind of movies. Oh my God, Withering Heights would be so good. <laughs> Or, or like, great expectations. Great expectations. <laughs> you know, like all those things that the BBC does every two years. Like right. they, they do something of that genre, like the the you know girls yeah, in big dresses in the mud. Yeah, let's do let's do some Pride and Prejudice. Oh yes, Pride and Prejudice Muppets. Fuck. Oh, what's yeah. wrong with the sisters? Yes. Is that Pride and Prejudice? Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. The like the Elizabeth or not the Victorian uh, Edwardian Edwardian sisters. The, the big dresses walking in the mud. Yes. Yes. One yes. of those. Pride, Pride and Prejudice would be great. It would be great. Who would Let's be Darcy? Mr. Darcy is. Uh, that'd be Kermit. That'd be Kermit. Kermit would be Darcy. And Miss Piggy would be uh, whoever the like main person is. I guess. Elizabeth. Need, you do need more female Muppets. I mean, I feel like this is a great excuse to get more female Muppets. Get some more representation in there. Yeah, yeah. Great. Let's do it. Let's let's treatment. Let's do a treatment and see if we can get it to the Jason guy. <laughs> putting it out into the universe. Put it out in the universe. This is my spec script for M- Muppet Pride and Prejudice. Muppet Pride and Prejudice. Yes, please. And then Muppet Gatsby. And then <laughs> Muppet M- Muppet Moby Dick. Muppet Moby Dick. Which you can't contract to just Muppet Dick because, again, that's a that's And that's, that's a, a whole other Goog search that, that, that I do is, not need. No. 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 Ooh. Yeah, I gotta be careful there. Yeah. And on that note. Please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly. <laughs>